Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of the masterclass. And in this episode, I'll be talking about the journey and the core. And my name is Pio Mabena. I'll be your host for this podcast. In this episode, I'll be speaking about the journey of being a coach and the calling, the constraints between or in between the process and being a lifelong learning student of the game. So the journey of being called to the sport started off as like any player where every young kid would want to be a pro footballer, um, where you'd watch a lot of football on TV and you admire someone from football and you want to be them writing the number on writing a number with a cocky pen on your shirt, uh, getting in trouble with your parents <laughs> because you have wasted um, clothing um, just because you were devoted or fully devoted to an athlete who was um, making you uh, jubilant uh, with their performances. So I used to play football in the dusty fields uh, at Tembisa, Um specifically Hospital View, where I was playing for a team called Kangaroo FC. Within that process, um, as time went by, I was scouted uh, by Vets um, when I was nine years old. They told me to come for tryouts, and I, I passed the tryouts, and I was discovered by a coach called um, Dion Daniels, which I'm indebted to for giving me the opportunity to partake in that um, regime uh, as a player who comes from the townships. It's very rare for you to get such opportunities. You know, As time went by, I met a coach called Reina Abrahams, who I'm very devoted and fully indebted to um, due to he understood uh, players who comes from the township, their socioeconomic background, their social demographic background their mentality um how talented they are um how willing and hungry they are and how they'd want to make football as a breakout barrier from poverty um so uh within that he always wanted to know about the player's welfare he was always interested in the player's welfare and which made me very interested in in his training sessions in, in how he'd, he'd be fully invested in the human before the player uh, because we were children, all of us, and it was more like a father figure role at the same time. Um, and yes, most of the time, we would um, fully know back then coaches would be looking like old and 65 year oldish. And it, it really... Um, made me feel only coaches should be old as time went by. But I encountered um, other new coaches who are young, uh, coaching um, other other kids. And it was kind of weird for me because what I was used to seeing on TV and what I was used to uh, experiencing was more of an older kind of um, leader who is um, pursuing... The, the the process of, of of developing kids or coaching athletes 
people are willing to partake in his training regime or her training regime. So it was kind of fascinating. But I'll explain how many coaches I saw in the process of developing to be a coach who is a young coach. Um, as time went by, there was a tournament where we all know uh, a lot of footballers and a lot of football expert knows that uh, every once a year there's an academy, academy um, tournament where the best of the best meet each other, which is called the Engine Knockout Challenge Under 17. Um, we played that tournament and we 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 we, we did well and we. We enjoyed, but after that, as we were continuing our league regime, I had an ACL injury, an anterior cruciate ligament injury. In layman's terms, I will put it as a knee injury. So I burst my knee and it got bloated. And therefore, I had a problem with going back to the game because every time I went back, it started giving me niggles and I was very uncomfortable with, um, with uh, playing. So therefore, I was in matric and I still wanted to be part of the game. I decided to enroll in a course uh, a course in sports sciences. And I enjoyed the process of being in sports sciences, majoring in football, of course. Um, majoring in football, strength and conditioning, uh, video analysis and tactical coaching so within that process I was 18 and it really didn't strike uh, a moment of an aha moment or a good euphoric feeling to former players I played with they're like nah man you you're still young to be a coach going back to what I was saying People are used to <laughs> having older coaches being there, giving the leadership and doing what is necessary for them to do because the boss has said it. So uh, within that process, it is kind of weird developing into a young coach, but I was very blessed. I wouldn't say lucky, but blessed to be given a platform working with different age groups, started off at uh, an opportunity was given off to me at uh, Littleton Manor in Pretoria and Centurion, where I had to work with um, under 11s, um, where it was kind of easier because it's kids who would see me as an older guy, but not really an old guy in, in, in relative age, but probably cognitive age, where I try out fundamental methods what I've learned from school and the the welfare, practicing the welfare that we were taught in school, practicing the welfare that I accumulated from my former coaches. And my second offer came through a club called Samba Football Club in Centurion, uh, where I, I, I had a proper evolution as a coach, starting off with under-15s um, and... We, we went to win a few trophies, developing relationships with, uh, with the players, developing relationships with the players' parents, 
um, the parents being fully invested in me as a coach, asking me questions. Um, I wouldn't say I'm discriminative, but they weren't fully invested in other coaches, but they would be fully invested in my work, uh, probably because of the things I was doing. And as time went by, I went to to vert, uh, my spiritual home, where I got the chance to work again now with the under-19s, but in a different role as an assistant coach and slash uh, performance analyst. Performance analyst, I'll explain it um, in the next episode when we, we dissect different roles and careers in football. Uh, but in layman's terms, I'd put it as a video analyst. So as time went by, I coached the under-15s from under-19s as a head coach, and it was successful, where now the environment is very broad, is very competitive, because you're always playing these top academies where they test now your character, your uh, acumen from a tactical point of view as a coach, from a psycho psychoanalysis point of view as a coach from your leadership qualities as a coach it it makes you want to develop more and the problems now in this regime it, it comes with being a young coach where the age group age group you're coaching the age gap is not as big as one would be suggesting probably when i was 20 i was coaching um uh, 15 16 year olds so the age gap isn't that major or at under 19 when i was when i was 20 still i'd be coaching one year lesser uh below me and that would be a problem if i'm giving off an instruction through the head coach the young lad would, wouldn't be like really taking it with a heavier weight because it, it, it doesn't come from someone whose relative age uh, speaks authority than me. But in the process, uh, I've learned how to manage people. I've learned how to um, dissect uh, certain psychological needs, certain characters and behavioral uh, patterns of of the adolescent, the teenager who is being fully developed, the teenager who is transferring into adulthood, and it has been really good. Now, I got an uh, opportunity to, to coach um, my high school, not my high school, my college's men's first team, uh, where everything was was reset from the bottom where we had to start a team where i had to select players where i had to select the technical staff um, trusting the technical staff trusting um, people behind um, my 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 philosophy on how i'd want us to play on the ethos of the club uh, credit should go to 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 um, coach Olue to di polo uh, who will be part of my podcast for um in another ex ex episode as we explain um, sports sciences. But he was part of the process too. Credit has to go to also um, Tepo Mohabe, 
was the team manager and the architect of the of the club who was running the fire the financial and the logistical side of the of the club where everyone was learning the business everyone was learning the process you know in their different kind of of crafts within that process now at college i was 21 and i was coaching players who are older than me coaching players who are very younger than me and it was a different kind of of a managerial process where i had to assemble different egos different um cultural backgrounds different different um sociological demographical uh backgrounds into one place that's why a famous coach said who is machine etugrand said when you're making a football team it is like doing an orchestra you have to combine uh different instrumental players or in players who play instruments uh to fit in one uh one music track or one music uh scene for example if you have someone is playing the violin they have to combine with someone playing um the 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 saxophone you know which are both powerful but they have different sounds and they they have different egos but when they combine they can make something very powerful within the process we 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 did well and we we beat a lot of teams because we trusted the process we trusted the methods we trusted um the analysis we trusted the stuff we trusted um the players we trusted the the moment because at the time of me being a young coach there were times i would want to give up but being in the present and enduring in the present moment made me stronger because i believe in the code of to whom much is given much is expected so this opportunity was given to me and much was expected for me to to perform and the constraints of the process was probably when we are losing a game or when there is a lot of conflicts conflict in the in the in the, in the team for example if the first years are grouping with each other they wouldn't want to um be part of conversations that are involved with the third years which are the seniors so those kind of conflict had from, had had made me want to develop more into leadership skills and also uh, actualizing to ritualize with the with the, with the different kind of backgrounds the players come from especially first years because they are uh, a bit anxious of what's going to happen within the team and where where's their place in the team so um, i've learned a lot of managerial skills leadership skills and it was fun so now a lot of constraints also i've encountered was um meeting coaches who would undermine me because of my relative age or undermine me because probably uh, i'm objectively more qualified um than them and they are subjectively more qualified than me through experience um through uh education of course i'll i'd be qualified more than them and they 
question me what he know what does he know or he thinks he knows a lot um sometimes i've been i've been i've been um uh, probably insulted being called a laptop coach uh being called um a playstation coach being called a youtube coach where when i speak i speak something very objective which is the truth and instead of them being accommodative to it they don't really ingest it properly or digest it properly so those have been one of my problems within the industry of football but as time goes by i've learned that whatever you do either good or bad um, a lot of people will talk and all you can do is just trust the process and do the work um, when you are called to do the work so um, that was my calling and my constraints within the process of being uh, called to the journey of being a coach and i transitioned to personal coaching one-on-one where I do a lot of technical training with the players, video them, do analysis, and correct them. And it has been very good, that process, where I do one-on-one coaching from a young age of six to probably I've worked with uh, amateur footballers in the ABC Mutsipa League, in the SAB Leagues, in the developmental leagues, in the school leagues. And one of those things... Um, taught me that you need to be very patient or very very honest and very transparent because it's a one-on-one relationship with the athlete with the players because you don't really most of the time get the chance of being of doing one-on-one um, transparency with the players because you'd be working with a group of 22 or 23 and the chance of you always talking one-on-one with the players would be very uh less so that journey has been very fantastic to me and i'm grateful for the process of where i'm coming from um where i i was where i am currently and more exciting to be where i'm going because i've encountered a lot of good coaches out there uh who are doing great things from young to old who have um contacted me in the spaces of social media where we share ideas where um we engage um virtually you know through video calls and that that process is is very good because you try and analyze how far are you with your journey and your learning process as a coach and what can you take from the other coaches that you don't have for example, if you're very good with, with being a tactical coach, uh, but you're lacking leadership skills, what can you learn from someone who has leadership skills but um, doesn't really have great tactical acumen, I can say. So basically, it's more of now a sh- iron sharpens iron um, kind of um, environment I'm in. And I am waiting for the next job where I'm hopeful that I'll be a head coach in my in my in my journey and as I take that path I hope that it will be very exciting for me and for every coach who's listening to this 
for any player who wants to transfer into coaching either has a made it pro or has a made it pro i hope this helps you out and i hope that you take certain lessons from what i've spoken about and hopefully we'll stretch this conversation one day in interviewing other coaches uh, who are having constraints or problems on being a young coach or older coaches who are young coaches with the relative experience and are starting this coaching thing or players who are transferring from co- from playing into coaching um, i hope to engage with you further in the next episode and please share this podcast um, when you get the chance to uh, be safe stay safe be the love you are and be the love that you deserve thank you Welcome to another episode of the Masterclass. Today I'll be covering or giving advice on what to do or how to do preseason. Preseason is like being part of a three-course meal. A three-course meal would consist of the starters, which is preseason, the main course, which is in-season, and off-season, which is dessert. So basically, we are preparing for ourselves for the main season or the in-season or the main course by doing the starters. In pre-season, there are a lot of things that are happening and it's a time where players or athletes do not want to engage because it is a lot of hard work, a lot of running, a lot of lifting. A lot of self-discipline that has to be invested. So the first pointer that I'd give in this tough times that we're in, especially in the pandemic, is to develop your endurance. In the body, we have two energy systems. One would be aerobic and one would be anaerobic. So the aerobic energy system would be the one helping you to jog to repeatedly sprint or run for a prolonged time or duration of 90 to 120 minutes the anaerobic system is the energy system that provides you to run or sprint for 10 seconds or more cover 10 meters cover 40 meters jump explosively dribble quick and score and also be able to compete aerially when you jump. This can be developed through small-sided games or 1v1s for a long period of time, 2v2s for a long period of time, long-distance runs. I don't mean um, road running, but I mean running for a prolonged duration, such as a repeated box-to-box run. And that is specific for your development where you anticipate a counter-attack or running back to your box when defending or running back to your box when you have competed in a set piece shuttles can be done also where you can put four cones run from one cone back to the other cone run to the other cone and back to the other cone 
the other one would be 40 meter sprints in order to be able to be able to cover that distance with and without the ball so that you can develop your endurance and your repeated sprints what we'd call speed endurance another pointer that i I'd give to you would be to develop your strength mechanics and endurance what do i mean strength mechanics strength mechanics would be you being able to control your body for example when you land after jumping how you stand on one leg or balance on one leg how you control your body when you're protecting the ball how you compete in the air how you jump another one would be strength endurance so strength endurance would be you being able to repeat certain movements for a prolonged duration of time so in football most of the time would be in a squat position would be in a running position would be in a jumping position would be in a landing position so exercises such as um, squats lunges deadlifts push-ups sit-ups planks pike jumps and leaps would help you to be able to develop that strength endurance in those essential muscles and that will help you also to prepare for the in season if you are for example a defender you need to be able to compete aerially so jumping and landing properly would help you to also avoid injury probably compete at higher heights to score goal or to defend a goal another pointer that i'd be giving off would be is to invest in your nutrition and timing before you engage in any physical activity or any game make sure that you eat three or four hours before your activity as well as something lighter after the physical activity or the the game to replenish your energy expenditure and uh, regenerate your body make sure in your plates or in your meal there are certain uh, big sources what i mean big sources would be your carbohydrates your carbohydrates are your biggest energy source which produce the energy systems that i explained the aerobic energy system which makes you be able to run uh, for longer durations to be able to think, to be able to blink, to be able to talk, to be able to decide properly on how to make a pause, on when to run, on how to repeatedly do the same movements or actions that you are given off by the coach tactically or yourself that you need to accomplish in a certain activity. Another source would be protein protein helps with muscle growth or muscle replenishment what i mean replenishment it helps with a lot of muscle tearing recovery so have you ever been for example in a session or in a game and tomorrow you feel sore yes that's your body losing or lacking protein uh, because of the tears so in your plate Make sure, for example, you have a big piece of steak, a big piece of chicken to replenish the body. Or if you are vegan, you can have um, beans, you can have um, legumes, so you can try that. 
with with muscle replenishment and regeneration another pointer that i'd be giving off would be have adequate hydration mostly my young athletes or my young players wouldn't invest probably with hydration because they'd be big on juice they'd be big on cold drink that'd be big on um, energy drinks um, that wouldn't help or uh, that wouldn't give of proper enhancements to their performance or recovery or uh, balancing electrolytes in, the, in their body if you see mostly your urine or your pee not clear or pale yellow you should be concerned and you should you need to start acting on drinking water quickly because um, you need proper hydration within the body in order to be able to 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 run to be effective and imagine a car without petrol or without uh, water actually it would be an overheat and the blood would thicken uh, the pH levels would rise in your body you'd feel uh, lethargic or tired or dizzy and it wouldn't be nice to have that feeling within the body another points out with hydration or adequate uh, supplementation it would be add salt to your pre-game meal before an activity or before a game uh, in order to help you stay hydrated and avoid cramps also if you don't want to add salt eat bananas bananas contain high electrolyte uh, samples what i mean electrolytes electrolytes are little friends that help us not cramp just to put it on layman's terms and they contain a vitamin or a, a element that's called calcium which prevents uh, cramping and potassium which pre- prevents uh, cramping so with that if you take that you'll be able to last for higher durations in a certain activity and in a certain match that maybe will take you to extra time another point are also at like to indicate it would be athletes or players being tactically efficient to last the session or game you need to be tactically efficient with your energy because in the modern game there's a lot of intensities that are produced and you don't need to be running off like a headless chicken every time (laughs) in the game because with that you wouldn't last over 60 minutes with that, I'd give advice on watch a player in the pro league or semi-pro league that you enjoy watching and that is specific to your position. Watch how they use their energy in a period of 90 minutes, how they start the game in the first 10 minutes, how they progress the game in the 30th, in the, fifth, in the 40th, in the 45th minute, and etc., Watch how they they run, they press, they play in certain spaces and tight spaces and big spaces. Watch how they compete with their tackles, compete aerially also. That would help you on how to use efficient uh, 
uh, analysis on how you can improve your game on how you can evolve emulate your game around them i'm not saying be them but i'm saying emulate take pointers on what you can learn around them their mistakes and create like a SWOT analysis for yourself SWOT analysis i mean your strengths your weaknesses your opportunities uh and your threats so your strengths would be i'm good at passing uh your weaknesses is i'm i'm not good at uh running 30 meters with the ball so how can i be a good passer and and run 30 meters with, with the ball that means i need to improve with my with my sprinting with my repeated sprint with my stamina your your opportunities would be improving uh, within that space of running 30 meters and your threats would be probably uh, not being able to manage the game for 90 minutes if you can't run because one coach told me that he's playing philosophy is if you can't run you can't play because in football to get to the other side we need to be able to run so within that you need to invest in that and take some notes when you're watching those players play in order to uh, review, reanalyze, uh, reprocess, reapply uh, yourself in order to be progressive. The last pointer which I always uh, profess, which I always preach to everyone in any kind of league category, either young, either amateur, either professional or semi-pro, is to invest in sleep scientifically it is proven that you cannot grow when you don't sleep you will you were never a full bearded person or you're never uh, a girl with with height or with muscles if by 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 just being up for the whole night you need to sleep in order to see your changes in your body you need to sleep for a period of eight to nine hours or seven to nine hours in order to get muscle recovery, muscle replenishment, because that's when the body is at ease. That's where chemically everything is happening properly. We call it scientifically being in a homeostatic phase. Homeostatic, that means everything is normal. That means everything is zening. Everything is calm and everything is just working for the benefit of your enhancement if you do not do that then you are asking for trouble so you can't sleep three hours before match and expect to perform uh and score five to ten goals or defend or get a clean sheet you're asking for trouble and it will not work for you so within those pointers i will give you the key factors again is to develop your endurance, develop your strength mechanics and and strength endurance. Um, also, to invest in your nutrition and timing, and also to have adequate hydration, be tactically efficient, and lastly, to sleep. I hope this will help you as a player, and this will help you as a coach. Um, in order to enhance your player's performance and to enhance your performance also as an individual. And as I always say, be the love that you are. Give love, be love, get love. 
see you in the next episode god willing Welcome to another episode of the Masterclass. Today I'll be covering or giving advice on what to do or how to do preseason. Preseason is like being part of a three-course meal. A three-course meal would consist of the starters, which is preseason, the main course, which is in-season, and off-season, which is dessert. So basically we are preparing for ourselves for the main season or the in season or the main course by doing the starters. In pre-season there are a lot of things that are happening and it's a time where players or athletes do not want to engage because it is a lot of hard work, a lot of running, a lot of lifting. a lot of self discipline that has to be invested so the first pointer that i'd give in this tough times that we are in especially in the pandemic is to develop your endurance in the body we have two energy systems one would be aerobic and one would be anaerobic so the aerobic energy system would be the one helping you to jog to repeatedly sprint or run for a prolonged time or duration of 90 to 120 minutes the anaerobic system is the energy system that provides you to run or sprint for 10 seconds or more cover 10 meters cover 40 meters jump explosively dribble quick and score and also be able to compete aerially when you jump this can be developed through small sided games or 1v1s for a long period of time 2v2s for a long period of time long distance runs i don't mean um road running but i mean running for a prolonged duration such as a repeated box to box run and that is specific for your development where you anticipate a counter attack or running back to your box when defending or running back to your box when you have competed in a set piece shuttles can be done also where you can put four cones run from one cone back to the other cone run to the other cone and back to the other cone the other one would be 40 meter sprints in order to be able to be able to cover that distance with and without the ball so that you can develop your endurance and your repeated sprints what we'd call speed endurance another pointer that I I'd give to you would be to develop your strength mechanics and endurance what do i mean strength mechanics strength mechanics would be you being able to control your body for example when you land after jumping how you stand on one leg or balance on one leg how you control your body when you protecting the ball how you compete in the air how you jump another one would be strength endurance so strength endurance would be you being able to repeat certain movements for a prolonged duration of time so in football 
most of the time would be in a squat position would be in a running position would be in a jumping position would be in a landing position so exercises such as um squats lunges deadlifts push-ups sit-ups planks pike jumps and leaps would help you to be able to develop that strength endurance in those essential muscles and that will help you also to prepare for the in season if you are for example a defender you need to be able to compete aerially so jumping and landing properly would help you to also avoid injury probably compete at higher heights to score a goal or to defend a goal another pointer that i'd be giving off would be is to invest in your nutrition and timing before you engage in any physical activity or any game make sure that you eat three or four hours before your activity as well as something lighter after the physical activity or the the game to replenish your energy expenditure and uh, regenerate your body make sure in your plates or in your meal there are certain uh, big sources what i mean big sources would be your carbohydrates your carbohydrates are your biggest energy source which produce the energy systems that i explained the aerobic energy system which makes you be able to run uh, for longer durations to be able to think to be able to blink to be able to talk to be able to decide properly on how to make a pause on when to run on how to repeatedly do the same movements or actions that you are given off by the coach tactically or yourself that you need to accomplish in a certain activity another source would be protein protein helps with muscle growth or muscle replenishment what i mean replenishment it helps with a lot of muscle tearing recovery so have you ever been for example in a session or in a game and tomorrow you feel sore yes that's your body losing or lacking protein uh because of the tears so in your plate make sure for example you have a big piece of steak a big piece of chicken to replenish the body or if you are vegan you can have um beans you can have um legumes so you can try that with with muscle replenishment and regeneration another pointer that i'll be giving off would be have adequate hydration mostly my young athletes or my young players wouldn't invest probably with hydration because they'd be big on juice they'd be big on cold drink that'd be big on um, energy drinks um, that wouldn't help or uh, that wouldn't give of proper enhancements to their performance or recovery or uh, balancing electrolytes in, the, in their body if you see mostly your urine or your pee not clear or pale yellow you should be concerned and you should you need to start acting on 
drinking water quickly because um, you need proper hydration within the body in order to be able to 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 run to be effective and imagine a car without petrol or without uh water actually it would be an overheat and the blood would thicken uh the ph levels would rise in your body you'd feel uh, lethargic or tired or dizzy and it wouldn't be nice to have that feeling within the body another point out with hydration or adequate uh, supplementation it would be add salt to your pre-game meal before an activity or before a game uh, in order to help you stay hydrated and avoid cramps also if you don't want to add salt, eat bananas. Bananas contain high electrolyte uh, samples. What I mean, electrolytes. Electrolytes are little friends that help us not cramp. Just to put it on layman's terms, and they contain a vitamin or a, a element that's called calcium, which prevents uh, cramping, and potassium, which pre- prevents uh, cramping. So with that, if you take that you'll be able to last for higher durations in a certain activity and in a certain match that maybe will take you to extra time. Another point I also I'd like to indicate, it would be athletes or players being tactically efficient. To last the session or a game, you need to be tactically efficient with your energy. Because in the modern game, there's a lot of intensities that are produced and you don't need to be running off like a headless chicken every time (laughs) in the game. Because with that, you wouldn't last over 60 minutes. With that, I'd give advice on watch a player in the pro league or semi-pro league that you enjoy watching and that is specific to your position. Watch how they use their energy in a period of 90 minutes, how they start the game in the first 10 minutes, how they progress the game in the 30th, in the the 40th, in the 45th minute, and etc. Watch how they, they run, they press, they play in certain spaces and tight spaces and big spaces. Watch how they compete with their tackles, compete aerially also. That would help you on how to use efficient uh, uh, analysis on how you can improve your game, on how you can evolve, emulate your game around them. I'm not saying be them, but I'm saying emulate, take pointers on what you can learn around them, their mistakes, and create like a SWOT analysis for yourself. SWOT analysis, I mean your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, uh, and your threats so your strengths would be I'm good at passing uh, your weaknesses is I'm, I'm not good at uh, running 30 meters with the ball so how can I be a good passer and, and run 30 meters with, with the ball that means I need to improve with my with my sprinting with my repeated sprint with my stamina your your opportunities would be improving 
within that space of running 30 meters and your threats would be probably uh, not being able to manage the game for 90 minutes if you can't run because one coach told me that he's playing philosophy is if you can't run you can't play because in football to get to the other side we need to be able to run so within that you need to invest in that and take some notes when you're watching those players play in order to uh, review, reanalyze, uh, reprocess, reapply uh, yourself in order to be progressive. The last pointer which I always uh, profess, which I always preach to everyone in any kind of league category, either young, either amateur, either professional or semi-pro, is to invest in sleep. Scientifically, it is proven that you cannot grow when you don't sleep. You will, you were never a full-bearded person, or you are never uh, a girl with with height or with muscles. If by 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 just being up for the whole night, you need to sleep in order to see changes in your body. You need to sleep for a period of eight to nine hours or seven to nine hours in order to get muscle recovery, muscle replenishment, because that's when the body is at ease. That's where chemically everything is happening properly. We call it scientifically being in a homeostatic phase. Homeostatic, that means everything is normal. That means everything is zening. Everything is calm and everything is just working for the benefit of your enhancement if you do not do that then you're asking for trouble so you can't sleep three hours before match and expect to perform uh and score five to ten goals or defend or get a clean sheet you're asking for trouble and it will not work for you so within those pointers i will give you the key factors again is to develop your endurance, develop your strength mechanics and insu- and strength endurance. Um, also, to invest in your nutrition and timing, and also to have adequate hydration, be tactically efficient, and lastly, to sleep. I hope this will help you as a player, and this will help you as a coach. Um, in order to enhance your player's performance and to enhance your performance also as an individual. And as I always say, be the love that you are. Give love, be love, get love. See you in the next episode. God willing.